Welcome to the Ars Technicast, where we bring you the latest in the worlds of computing, technology, science, and everything else in between. During each episode, a group of Ars staffers will dig deep into some of the issues we've covered on the site. We'll also talk about some of the other stuff we're doing when we're not circling the Ars orbiting headquarters. I'm your host, Senior Apple Editor Jackie Chang, and on this week's show, we have Reviews Editor Florence Ion. Hello. Associate Writer Andrew Cunningham. Hello. And Social Editor Cesar Torres. Hey there. So on this week's show, we're talking about Facebook Home, which Facebook just announced at a media event last week. Um, Flo covered the event for ours, and Andrew has written a little bit about it, which is why we have them both on this show. Um, So I'm just going to jump right into it so that people can sort of catch up to what we're talking about. What exactly is Facebook Home? It's not like a dedicated phone, right? It's like a layer over Android. Yeah, so Facebook Home, it's it's pretty much an application suite, and I kind of compare it to apps like Nova Launcher, for instance, where it just kind of like takes over the operating system, and you can it just does stuff to Android. Uh, it makes your Android Facebook centric. So instead of the typical lock screen that you usually have with Android, um, you would have this nice Facebook lock screen with you know a, what's called a cover feed. So you have status updates coming in from your friends, and uh, it also shows the regular Android system notifications. So you'll still know if you got new emails, or you know you'll still get Google Now updates. Um, it also comes with a bunch of other new stuff like chat heads, which is actually a part of the uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, and chat heads are quite literally little heads that pop in uh, asking you to chat. So usually your friends send you an SMS or a Facebook message, and um, you can reply to both text messages and those Facebook messages through that one particular application. So kind of like iMessages. Um, And Facebook has said that they're going to update it uh, monthly. So we're kind of, right now, that's just kind of what it's limited to is sort of the, the few features that I mentioned, but we're kind of expecting more stuff to happen. Uh, you know, like ads apparently are going to come soon and who knows, maybe there's video chat in the future. So there's, this is kind of, it's a small thing right now, but I'm pretty sure it's going to blow up into something bigger in the next few months. Yeah. And the, uh, the way they've handled it is actually, I think it's really interesting because it's an application launcher flow, like you said. So it, um, it kind of sits on top of Android. It's not like an operating system. But um, they, they've basically made it so that it can, one, install on basically any Android phone. I think the supported devices at the beginning are like the Galaxy S3, um, a few of the HTC One phones, and um, a couple others. But um, they're going to expand that out. So basically any, any one of the Android phones that's on the market right now can become, in theory, like a Facebook phone. Mm-hmm. And because it's an app and not an operating system, they can push out these updates and they don't have to deal with like fragmentation. They don't have to deal with like carriers or um, hardware makers who get in the way and like delay their updates. They've essentially kind of launched a phone operating system without a lot of the troublesome things that come with launching a phone operating system. So if you have an Android phone in like a year, you could potentially just put Facebook Home on your phone then is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Uh, I actually talked to, uh, I got some kind of one-on-one time uh, with Facebook and they had mentioned that kind of asked them, I was like, so this is, this is like way cheaper than making a whole new operating system and kind of trying to play against 
all these other mobile asses out there. Uh, and they were like, yeah, you know, our company really isn't that big. So <laughs> it's just kind of like the, the easiest way to sort of slide in there and, and get a thing going without investing, you know, in a ton of developers and trying to make this happen. So, um, Basically, I, I'm actually kind of curious about this lock screen thing. So the idea is to kind of turn your lock screen into, I mean, to extremely simplify it, to sort of turning, turning it into like a Facebook feed, essentially, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, the plan, I, I believe, is to put Facebook notifications up there, but I think ads are sadly not far behind. So eventually the kind of sponsored posts that you'll see in your Facebook feed from time to time are going to, would in theory, start showing up on your phone's lock screen too. Yeah, I think that's the thing that makes people feel really kind of antsy about it. But, um, I mean, I, I think there are certain demographics in which this would be very successful. Um, I, of course, I haven't actually played with it, but I think that some most people who l read ours and listen to the Technicast might feel sort of phobic of this kind of thing. Even I'm sort of phobic of it, and I use Facebook all the time. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think in terms of all this Facebook stuff just being shoved in your face? Do you think that this is a thing that people want out of their smartphones or what? So my take on this is sort of, since I've actually had time with the HTC first, which is the quote unquote first phone that is going to uh, come packaged with Facebook home. Uh, that's where it gets its name. Um, I sort of think about teenagers and what I was like as a teenager and um, just about how a lot of teenagers, I think, that don't have iPhones are going to really enjoy this sort of big hook in their phone with Facebook at the ability to really keep up on what their friends are doing and interact with them and, and keep the social thing going. Cause that's what really matters when you're a teenager, or at least that's what really mattered to me when I was a teenager. I think for adults, it will really depend on how much they use Facebook to keep in contact with family members and with people in their community. And if that's something that they really utilize on a day-to-day -day basis, then this is definitely going to be something that will appeal to them. For me, though, personally, uh, I don't really find any use from this because I am not really a Facebook user anymore. I'm I really do all of my social interaction on Twitter now and Instagram. And that was also kind of another bummer is that Instagram isn't a part of the cover feed just yet. And I love the photos that my friends take. And that's kind of how I really pay attention to what's going on in their life. So hopefully we'll see some, something from that soon. Yeah. I actually find that surprising. I didn't know that, uh, that Instagram wasn't part of the cover feed. I find that, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I find that to be really crazy. Um, I feel like ever since this is kind of a segue from, from the current topic, but I feel like Facebook hasn't done too much with Instagram ever since acquiring it. And this is like evidence of that. I would agree I with you. you guys... I would agree with you, except for the little widget thing on your Facebook now where you can see what your friends have liked, um, which oh, sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes you'll see some really embarrassing things on there that people have liked. <laughs> That's always funny. You know, what I think is interesting is that uh, this is priced pretty inexpensively. So it seems like a good way for people who are in that demographic, who love Facebook, to kind of get that 
whole world wrapped around their phone. It, it seems like that's the strategy anyway. Um, what, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, on the inside, it's definitely like a mid-range mainstream phone that's that's aimed at the people who think like $200 on contract for two years for a phone is is too much. So I, I think that says that says a little bit more about their target audience. Like it's maybe aiming for a wider swath of the market than like people like us who are who are going to run out and buy like the latest and greatest whenever we get a chance to buy a new phone. Well, you know what's interesting? I I'm going to sort of um, agree with what Flo mentioned about how her habits have changed. I think it's really all about like an operating system that supports what you want. Most of my uh, messaging nowadays happens with iMessage, Twitter, Instagram, to some extent, and then other apps that I kind of uh, play with with people. Jackie will know about this. Uh, things like Line, right? Uh, I, I will use things like that. Line. Line. Uh. And if there was an operating system that, that kind of put some of these in the forefront and similar to this, put better notifications or it was more integrated, I would have a field day and I probably wouldn't get much done. But I, I can see why there's some usefulness to this for the people that love Facebook. I'm not really a giant Facebook user. Um, but if if you do love Facebook, I could see, you know, really enjoying a phone like this. So wait, um, what is is the price for this? I mean, with the, I guess, the HTC phone that has Facebook Home coming on it. It's $99 it- with a two-year contract at AT&T. Okay. So it's only at AT&T right now then? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that in terms of pricing. <laughs> I mean, um, what it I is, guess it is coming to uh, other international carriers as well, uh, just an FYI. Well, the thing about the, the phone itself is, is just like one prong of their strategy. Like on, on Friday – or I guess the day that this podcast will post, they're going to have their their app up that you can download on like the Galaxy S3 and the Note 2 and, and a few other phones. So um, I think they'll probably end up seeing more users installing it on the phones they already have rather than running out and buying this new phone. Because as far as I know, the um, the actual Facebook home experience is pretty much the same regardless of how you get it. And I assume that that's free if you were to put it on your existing phone or whatever. Yeah, I think I think it is. And they've also said that um tablet support is coming later in like in quote unquote the coming months, but it's it's not uh it's not on tap right away. So So I, I know that there's been a lot of discussion recently about the privacy concerns with Facebook Home. And um I, I've only been following it loosely and, and and I know that someone you know, I, I'm sure people are concerned about Facebook following you everywhere, tracking your location. Um, do you guys know, I mean, what is the major concern here when it comes to privacy? I think the major concern, at least from what I've read and, and what I've heard from others is, is that Facebook will be tracking your locale, just like your location, what you're doing, where you're going. Um, and I mean, it kind of has to, to serve ads to you, uh, to serve ads to your demographic, because as they explained to us, um, Saroos actually asked this question uh, in a closed question answer session with them that their reply was that the way ads are are served, they're served by demographics, like whether you're female or male, you know, uh, what location you live in. And when they're selling those ads, people say, okay, well, I want this ad served to people um, in this uh, 
15 mile radius or whatever. So I think that's going to be one of the, one of the annoying things, but you can turn off location. So there is that positive to it. I did not know that actually, that you could turn off the location stuff. So see, I think that, I mean, I think that the coverage has been sort of spotty because it is kind of weird. People don't fully understand how that stuff works even normally on a normal smartphone. Um, so I guess I wonder whether that's going to hinder anyone's adoption of this or whether it doesn't really matter. Well, it's something I haven't really had answered definitively. I mean, and Flo, maybe, you know, since you were actually there talking to Facebook people, but um, I don't know what inf- like geographical information they can get from Facebook Home that they couldn't already get if you had location services turned on in the Facebook app. I'm sorry. Can you can you ask that again? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't quite understanding that either. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, Flo, maybe maybe you have a have more insight into this since you've actually talked to some Facebook people. But um, I, I'm not sure what they can get from Facebook Home that they can't already get from the Facebook app if you have location services turned on. Like I know you can already enable it to um, to you know say, oh, so-and-so posted this update from this and this location. Like they're already getting some of that information from you, right? Absolutely. I uh, kind of, I guess this is playing devil's advocate, uh, but they had said in an official blog post I think Casey uh, briefed about it a couple of days ago that uh, you're not getting anything different with Facebook home that you haven't already been getting with, with the Facebook app. So anything location based or anything like that, Facebook is just doing the same thing. And um, I do also just want to mention that the home settings includes a terms and policies button. So you can go and read up on, on these things, you know, immediately from the app. So they're, they're trying to be transparent about it. So I guess my next question is, since you kind of alluded to this just now, I mean, what, what if I were just an average person off the street, what is attracting me to using a phone with Facebook Home installed so that my main experience is Facebook Home? What is attracting me to that versus what I already have available to me on a smartphone? Like on my iPhone, for example, or even just, you know, an Android phone or Windows phone with the uh, Facebook app installed. What am I getting out of this besides sort of lock screen notifications? You're you're getting people first. <laughs> That's sort of the, <laughs> the premise of this whole thing is that um, it's very interesting when they said that, you know, the way smartphone UIs are now is that they're very centered around the application first. And when notifications come through, you're not really thinking about who sent you the message. You're thinking about that big red number badge that's screaming at you that you have something that you need to check. And that's sort of the point behind chat heads is that you're seeing the photo of the person that is trying to interact with you rather than the badge number. And that's sort of, I guess that's supposed to mirror kind of, like a real world interaction, not that it will ever replace that. Um, (laughs) But again, I think the simple answer to that is you're getting Facebook. That's, that's the whole point is you're getting Facebook. It's not, you know, (laughs) (laughs) all right. No, I think I guess if you make, if you make really heavy use of Facebook features like the chat and the newsfeed, and if that's like primarily how you get information and interact with people, then this like removes one step between mm-hmm. 
whipping your phone out of your pocket and getting to that information. Like you don't have to launch an app. It's just like right there. And that doesn't appeal to me, but I can see why some people would like it. I suppose. I would love to have this with Twitter, frankly, because Twitter is how I get a lot of my news. And not only do I keep up with you guys, my coworkers, but it's also how I keep up with my friends. Now I've sort of got them on board to join me in this world that I've been a part of for like four years or whatever. And, um, it's, it's kind of sucky because I was using the, the HTC first for the last couple of days. And, uh, I had to like click on an app to go into Twitter. I didn't just have it there. And it's kind of a bummer. So, yeah, by the time this, uh, this podcast posts, I guess our review of, of all this stuff is going to be up. So can you tell us, I mean, how did your thinking change when you were kind of going through this and reviewing it? So at first I had no idea how the heck to use this thing because um, it's kind of different from Android and what I've been doing with my phones. Um, And as I kind of started using it more, I started to see the point from like my teenage cousin's perspective and why this would be super cool for them to have. But I don't really see the point for it for me personally. Like I will not be installing this uh, particular application on my personal Android phone because I would, I just wouldn't get any use from it. Um, I really like the phone. I like the HTC first. I think it's a, it's a really solid mid range phone. And, um, this is probably something I would have bought in college when I didn't, you know, have as much money to splurge on one of the, you know, newest and greatest smartphones, but I probably would uninstall Facebook home after I bought it. (laughs) So, Wow. Ringing endorsement there. But I do, I do want to add, you know, just not to be kind of negative here. I I do want to add that there is definitely, you can get a lot of use from this. This is sort of where your life is centered because I do know a lot of people. um, I have one really good friend, for instance, Uh, she keeps up with her family in the East coast with Facebook and she's a part of a lot of online communities and she has a really, you know, huge a Facebook friend base and she keeps in contact with these people through Facebook and engages people in conversation through Facebook and everything she posts, she always gets like 20 or more comments. It's just people, you know, talking at her and talking with her. So I could definitely see something like this being useful for someone with that kind of online social persona. Uh, but for me and just sort of how I've walked away from Facebook after college ended, uh, you know, not really much use there for me personally. Maybe if Instagram finally had that sort of hook, I would maybe switch over. I just want line in everything. Oh, geez. I can't. <laughs> this is also kind of an off topic thing, but we may as well talk about it. Like we have a bunch of friends who recently forced us to start using line. I'm talking about me and Cesar. Line is this app that I have only recently learned is is quite popular in like Korea and Japan, and it's really weird. And I'm pretty sure it's available on Android. Um, it's also on iOS. It is on Android. Yes. So it's just like a group chat app, and I guess everyone uses it on the other side of the world. And um, I don't. I personally think it's a horrible chat app. Um, <laughs> It's not great at all, but <laughs> but people like it. Um, 
So actually, it sort of it sort of is related because I do wonder. I think I wonder about how people how people function with <laughs> how people function with apps like Facebook Home or Facebook in general versus other apps, and whether I mean with Facebook Home, basically, do you feel compelled to abandon like the other stuff that you use? Because I know that Flo, you just mentioned like you you feel kind of labored in launching like Twitter, for example. It it seems like the main focus here. I mean, it's not shocking, really, but the main focus here is that they want you to f- use Facebook all the time and not really use anything else. And so, I don't know. In a way, it's like I wonder if, like, say, one, if one of my friends were to get an HEC first and you start using Facebook Home, are they gonna disappear from everything else? <laughs> is that the goal here? I think. There's something to be said for that. Yes, I think that this is part of Facebook's uh, global domination. And the reason I say that is because at the very end of the press event on uh, that I attended last week, Mark Zuckerberg said something along the lines of, you know, um, there are still, you know, so-and-so number of people around the world who have never seen a desktop computer. And it's more than likely that they will have a smartphone in their hand before that ever happens. And all I could think of in my mind is, and I'm pretty sure, Mark, you want to make that happen. You want to put that cell phone in their hands and give them Facebook and have them use Facebook to to sort of reach out to the rest of the world. So I definitely think that's sort of what the the underlying MO is here. <laughs> so I, I really think that instead of Facebook being a social networking giant, it's it's going to turn into something even bigger. And you can already see that with sort of their acquisitions and, and, you know, kind of the, the strides they've been making lately. So. Do you guys think that Facebook is still working on its own phone or do you think that was just a, a rumor that was sort of had gone awry? I, I know that the Facebook phone rumor has been going around for years. Cause I used to cover it back in the day. <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah, what do you guys think of that? There may have been a time when that would have made sense, but right now, if you look at, I mean, you've got like Windows Phone, you've got BlackBerry, you've got Firefox OS, you've got um, whatever it is that Canonical is doing with Ubuntu on phones and tablets. You've got all these competitors, and they all, you know, they all introduce a new operating system, and they all kind of have to start from ground zero with apps and stuff. Um. Like I, I just don't I don't see Facebook, especially Flo, you said they you know, you said they said they were a small company. I don't see this company wanting to I don't know, to put in all the effort for um whatever negligible benefit that it would get them over just this this app, this application launcher thing that they've made. Except I guess ownership of the phone itself and being able to market it as not not like an HTC phone or not an Android phone, but just a Facebook phone. I guess that's the way that I, not that I think they should do it, but <laughs> that's the way that I would see it if they were to do it. I mean, unless they just dramatically change the way that the company is set up to, you know, cause you have to make a lot of investment to become a hardware company. Like um, when we covered the Microsoft surface, we did a couple of stories about how Microsoft, you know, basically bought or either bought or assembled this team of hardware makers who, who, you know, made this tablet and designed this tablet and spent a ton of time making this tablet. 
like unless they wanted to do something like that and invest that kind of money in it, it you know they're going to have to partner with somebody like HTC or LG or Samsung or whoever you know in the to you know to get where they want to go anyway. You know, from the UX side of this, I think it's interesting that uh, this sort of functions as a skin. Maybe that's kind of how I'm thinking about it without having used it yet, and I think that could be kind of cool in changing people's behaviors. I mean, in, in this case, it's going to be changing behavior so you're more addicted to, <laughs> to Facebook. But in itself, as an exercise in changing the user experience of a phone, I think it's kind of neat. I will say that it is not Android when you have this thing on there, uh, which kind of obviously How so? Out. So uh, I hope I'm not wrong about this. I don't think you can put widgets on the... Facebook app launcher just yet. I don't know that there's any uh, future plans to do that. I haven't been able to successfully do it, but you can go to the original uh, Android home screen with a simple little click of a button and then, you know, pin widgets on there and stuff. But that to me, just that little, little thing really changes the, the Android uh, experience because that's kind of one of the reasons that I love Android is those little widgets uh, and you don't have that on here. So that's, I realize it's a very minor thing, but for me <laughs> completely, completely <laughs> removes the Android experience that I, I love so much, which is my darn widgets. But I mean, technically in the important ways it's, it's Android, right? Like they, they still get, mm -hmm. you know, Google or whoever is still, still gets to do all the heavy lifting yes. with respect to programming and stuff. Yes. And you can still go to Google play to get apps and things too. Is Absolutely. That right? Yes. Okay. So it's, it's more about the experience than it is about the underlying, mm -hmm. you know, software not being Android. Yeah. And that's, and that's sort of what I mean. It's just, it's not, it's not an Android experience. It's. It's a Facebook experience, which I get. I get it. Uh, and I think Facebook was really uh, smart in utilizing Google, Google's uh, operating system to do that. And it's probably a good thing for Google, too. So do you guys think that as a, like a marketing strategy, do you think that this is going to be successful? I mean, even if it is only a certain demographic, um, I don't know. I mean... I guess I'm wondering what your thoughts are in terms of whether it's going to take off or whether a year from now we're going to look back on this podcast and be like, oh, Facebook Home, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that people are going to really pick up on it? I think that teenagers are really going to pick up on this. I think that um, those, you know, like I said, those who are really interested in it are going to download it. I think that it's going to, freak out some people uh, that already have sort of a, a leery eye toward uh, Facebook. I think that um, this is an easy thing to maintain for Facebook. That's totally my opinion, but I, I, you know, it's an app. You just, you just keep on adding on to it monthly. It's not like an operating system where you're kind of putting, you know, all your, chips into one, you know, one go and then sort of hoping that it all works out. I mean, if it doesn't work out, they just revoke the app and that's that, but it's a relatively easy thing to maintain and push updates to and get, you know, get people's opinions on, you know, what they want, what kind of features they're looking for. So 
really, I think it's too early to tell. This is a super quick launch. And I think we will, we should do, you know, sort of look back on it six months from now and see what's become of it. I think that's when we can really tell, honestly. And I, I think a few months ago, Facebook's like the amount of time people spent on Facebook on a smartphone outgrew the amount of time people spent on Facebook on a desktop. So, I mean, the potential audience is, is huge and I think the potential demand is huge, but um, I guess the question is whether they can market it well enough and get enough people to download it to, um, to have it matter, you know? So that's the thing that I'm mostly wondering about is that it does seem like a quick launch and I mean, I think, I guess from my perspective, that's the danger is that it's kind of like, it's like non-committal almost <laughs> on, on Facebook's part. And so I wonder how much the general public is going to pick up on it. Then again, they are running that ad that I'm sure everyone has seen by now on like Hulu <laughs> and even just normal TV. I've seen it like 8 trillion times already in the last like three days. And, um... I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's this ad with this guy on an airplane mm-hmm. and like everything that he looks at on the Facebook home comes to life on the plane. And that's how the the um, airline attendants know that he hasn't turned his phone off because like everything that he looks at is, is happening. And um, it's kind of a cute ad, but at the same time, I uh, just kind of as a... I always analyze these things, so I probably am overthinking it, but I feel like it doesn't really actually communicate to me as a potential user why that's any different than my normal phone. Like, I'm getting all those pictures from people's, I don't know, baby stuff or grilling out in the backyard or whatever. Like, I'm getting all that stuff already, so I'm not sure why that um, communicates to me why I need Facebook Home. But I don't know if you guys think anything different from that or what. I think it's supposed to encourage you to get this because then you can feel like you're really there because the image is bigger or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I think that, but I think that was the (laughs) point is that by putting people first, these experiences that these people are having away from you, you can be a part of those experiences because their, their real life experiences are a part of your phone now. Like they're right there in front of you. Which I have to say, I don't know how that's going to do with those who, you know, tend to get jealous of their friends or, you know, might feel left out. Oh, no, my friends are partying without me. It's on my Facebook cover feed. <laughs> I could see it. Causing it's right problems. there on my phone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. The ad did not sell me on Facebook home. I just made it. That poor guy's just trying to check his email. And all these like dancers and animals and stuff are coming and bugging him because he's got, he's got Facebook home. It's like cats walking down the aisle <laughs> and they're giving away that you're checking your phone when the, when the attendants told you to stop. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say it here because, <clears throat> again, you know, I, I like innovative new stuff. But if this was on my phone, I would try to shut it off like immediately. And this has to do with the nature of the stuff I see on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, I, I curate my news feed so much so that I don't get, here we go, pictures of food, pictures of uh, weird babies, uh, <laughs> pic- pictures of uh, lawns with, uh, you know, people soiling themselves. Like, I just, I'm tired of all that stuff. And so, um, 
who are you friends with? On this, <laughs> this is what your feed looks like. Oh man. And, and I don't mean to sound like a grump, but the, the problem for me with Facebook has been that uh, a lot of my time goes towards just even for a microsecond glancing at that stuff. And I, I don't find it super useful, which is why tools like Twitter uh, that Flo mentioned really do much more for me because I'm usually looking for news or certain kinds of updates from people that aren't as, um, I guess, annoying as some of what I see on Facebook. So this wouldn't work for me. But if there was another application that kind of integrated these little chats and uh, notifications, it could work. Uh, it just wouldn't be Facebook. <laughs> Twitter can be annoying. I just want to I just want to say this, but because you're limited to 140 characters, uh, it's much quicker to just scroll through than I would say the average Facebook post. For me, I, um, I, I don't have the pictures of people soiling themselves, but, um, <laughs> I, I feel like actually a lot of my Facebook feed, uh, and I extremely carefully curate, like I do not friend people that I don't know, you know, I'm very careful with that stuff. And I feel like most of my Facebook feed is people reposting dumb images from somewhere, like images with a caption, like inspiring or funny or stupid or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that stuff is extremely uninteresting to me. If I see that, even when I go to Facebook, I'm just scrolling through it. So not that I think of that necessarily when I think about Facebook on my phone, but I think that if I were to start seeing that, that show up on my lock screen, I would just... I don't even know. I would go into convulsions. I would not be... Um... <laughs> well, Jackie, let me just tell you, I just glanced for a minute at my feed right now, which I, I carefully curate, and there's staring at me a little smiley face that says, this is an image. Always remember to be happy, because yeah, you see? never know who's falling in love with your smile. That's what I'm talking about. Just kill. Kill, oh. kill delete off my screen, please. <laughs> like, I'm looking at one right now that has... Uh, it's like, be fearless. It's just like, okay, great. I don't need to see that on my lock screen. Don't want to, <laughs> never want to. Um, I like people's articles. I mean, of course, I f follow people for their articles all the time. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think I've, I feel like I would want some kind of control over the kind of posts that would show up. Because otherwise, if I'm seeing everyone's just random stuff... That's not what I want on my... Well, I'll lock. tell you what would really work, now that you've mentioned that. And Flo, maybe you, you can ask this next time you do some more reporting on this piece. Is, uh, you know, that match, it will, would it be easy to do a one-to-one -one match of how we curate our newsfeed and to have that be part of that Facebook home experience would be awesome. But some of what you mentioned in your piece suggests that it's not exactly a one-to-one. -one. Is that correct? Not yet. No, I yeah. think... Um, like I said, I think they're, this is just the beginning. They're going to kind of build upon this. And I think they just wanted to release it as soon as they could to get it out there. One last question for you guys. Okay. Uh, just because I'm, I'm curious and I always want to know these like little dirty details, but notifications individually, how do you manage them? Because I think that's a huge part of what we're talking about with Facebook Home, how it integrates that. But how do you run that on your current phone uh, so that it, works for you it doesn't annoy you uh it, it's actually not uh the notifications aren't intrusive at all they're they're very they look very nice on top of the cover feed you can just easily swipe them away when you don't want to hear from them anymore um you will have to be careful to uh deactivate the android notifications otherwise uh you'll get double notifications which gets kind of annoying 
but there is a way to hide that from within uh, the Facebook home app. So it's all there for you. I think we should do a show in like maybe not a year from now, but even just six months from now and, and figure out whether this is a thing that is catching on or not. Mm -hmm. So we should put it on our calendars and talk about it again. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, I mean, seriously, any ours readers that are listening to this, I want to know what you think too. I mean, whether this is crazy or not. So leave us comments. We'll talk about it more. But but you guys still didn't answer my question. How are you managing your notifications today on your um, current phone? Right oh, now, like if I'm if I'm on my phone and someone like texts me, then I'll like go right to the text and like deal with it or whatever. If I've been away from my phone for a while and there are notifications on like the lock screen, that's fine. But I hate it when old like email notifications and text notifications just hang around for days. Like I clear that stuff out like obsessive compulsively. <laughs> I don't even get, I I actually, I'm, it's kind of weird because I love communicating with people and yet I turn off notifications for everything. So I don't get notifications for anything, including Facebook. I don't get notifications from line. Like I get nothing but normal SMSs or iMessages since I use an iPhone. So, so visually, how do you uh, see what's new? Do you just have badges on, on your icons for the apps? Yeah. Um, I'm not a, Admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of badges either, but um, yeah, that's what I do right now. I'm mostly just, if I unlock my phone and I'm looking for things to look for, which is probably more often than I would like to admit, and I just kind of unlock things and I'm like, what's going on right now? Um, yeah, I'll see, like, I have three notifications on Facebook and, like, 172 notifications online and, and whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's how I do it. I get super excited when I get a notification on my phone. Because nobody really uh, sends me text messages anymore Um, because (laughs) we all just talk online now. I get so excited when I see that that little blue light light up on my Samsung Galaxy S3. Like sometimes I just don't ever uh, dismiss the notification because I just want the blue light to keep going and remind me that somebody tried to contact me. Wow. Well, maybe if you read your phone number out on the air and we ask the listeners to text you, you'll feel less lonely. Well, I'll text you. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, yes, I just usually go into the Android notifications uh, shade and just go clear. Bye. I'll check you later. Don't want to deal with you right now. I have work to do. So I tr- Oh, for me, I, I turn almost everything off except probably what would be most urgent. So it's usually SMS, Twitter, DMs, and mentions. And then Instagram I've left on because I don't have a huge number of Instagram followers. But everybody, you can feel free to welcome, uh, follow me. Uh, I'm on there. And uh, I, I like to see those notifications because those aren't people sort of wanting to ha- engage in a conversation. It's usually they just like the images. Uh, but that's about it. After that, I can't deal with much. Facebook, I turn those off. Uh, email, I'm sort of like Andrew. I can't, um, once they pile up in Notification Center, I, I can't um, deal with all that information. I don't even, you know, on the iPhone, I basically never look at Notification Center because that stuff does pile up. And um, I think we talked about this in a 
an article recently about iOS 7 wishlist, but um, there's no way for stuff to automatically expire. So I just have like weeks and weeks and weeks worth of notifications piled up, which is pretty much why I don't go there. <laughs> okay. No one else has any input on that? No, I think we're done. <laughs> well, this voyeur is uh, satisfied. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we're coming up against the the time on this episode anyway, so I guess I'll I'll roll it up. Um thank you Flo and Andrew for being on our show and thank you Cesar as always for uh, helping me host. Um thanks to everyone for listening. As always, you can leave comments on ours when we make the post. You can make uh comments on iTunes or SoundCloud, um leave us reviews if you like it. If you don't like it, let us know what you think. And um, yeah, that's it. Anything else? We love you guys. That's all I want to say. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Let us know what you think of Facebook Home because I'm very curious. <laughs> cool. See ya. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.